Welcome back to Pack Your Mics. We are the Top Chef podcast from the creators of Read It and Weep, and it is uh, a very special episode. Happy Espanol Month. What? It's the sauce of the month. You guys oh, remember, okay. remember. Velouté good. Month is over. We're into es- Espanol. Um, it is... Uh, uh, probably don't Google why it's called that. And um, uh, it is also... Uh, croissant hangover day for us here in portland mm-hmm. megan and i have eaten uh two thousand pounds of butter in the last 24 hours uh and we're excited to talk to you about top chef uh joining us so megan and i are here in portland full of croissants hi megan hi uh joining us uh in brooklyn it's chris and tanya hey hey uh, yes, I don't know what I was gonna say. What was that gonna be? Spinach? So yes. just, just say, that? just say Spinach. yo and move on. <laughs> it's too Spinach, late now, everybody. And then uh, in uh, Northern California, it's Ezra, and by text, Sarah. Arugula. <laughs> All right, so um, we have an awesome episode today. We have a very special bonus segment in the middle of the episode today. I guess not a bonus, just a fun segment later on um, that we definitely don't know how it's going to turn out because we. Didn't just pre-record it before we started this part. For sure. So I'm not already humiliated, even though technically for you it hasn't happened yet. But now we have so much to talk about. It is season 16, episode 13 of Top Chef. And uh, boy, are we not in Kentucky anymore. We nah. are definitely in Macau, everybody. What Welcome now, Macau? to Macau, uh, which definitely doesn't mostly look like the inside of an MGM. <laughs> it really does look like the inside of an MGM, doesn't it? There's like sort of a, an upscale shopping market, and then like you know the yeah. the market, the roof that looked a little Macau, and then the rest of the episode was just in an MGM casino, and like it was decorated like Chinese New Year, but they would do that in Vegas also. Uh, I know. I mean, I, obviously, the MGM in Macau is the Spawn Con for today. That is why we are doing all of this. Graham's restaurant is in the MGM. Clearly, they are funding this. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, we're in Macau, and it seems awesome. It does. Seem it does seem macabre. interesting. I want. I. I do want to. I'm curious to go. Did this work? It worked for me. The Spawn Con. Yeah, I want to go to Macau there. now. Good yeah. Macau. I think I specifically yeah. would like to be a brave and well-seasoned chef in Macau to just um, take as things as opposed to just being my regular self, where I'm like I'm afraid of everything and I don't understand the smells. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's your regular thing is that you're afraid of everything and you don't understand don't, the smells. Don't understand um, the smells. T- Tanya, I feel like I have to ask, where would you rather be you instead of like a, a, a brave and seasoned chef? Like, oh, that's some- easy. Scandinavia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a cheese. I like to be in a cool sort of vaguely damp place. <laughs> okay, great. Well, that's where you have the edge, I guess. Um. Yeah, I... I I wonder how much it costs to get to Macau. Let's find out. Um, I I'd be like to be there. I'm not worried about the smells as much. I guess um, I'm a little worried that it's very crowded. Apparently, um, it, it is incredibly dense there. Yes. Yeah, it's the densest p- part of the world. We described. We decided last week. Um, it looks like I don't know, six hundred dollars round trip. It's not the worst. No, man. Um, it's Macau. All right. Well, Megan, we're going to Macau. Uh, we're going to stay at the MGM Grand. Sweet. Uh, it seems kind of nice. All right, so the the challengers are on a roof in Macau, um, where they are taken on a visit to the red market by um, glasses Graham personality yeah. Graham Elliot. <laughs> I was trying to think of a mean way to describe him. Um, why? Why? He's so lovely. He seems like a perfectly <laughs> Is nice he lovely? Gentleman. 
I don't know. I feel like his glasses have annoyed me from day one, and I just wanted to say something. All right. He wanted to have one thing about his look. Just one thing. You have to deny him that? I like what is your problem, I liked Alex? the glasses until he turned it into his monogram. What? He mm-hmm. needs a monogram. Yes, you have to have a monogram. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Um... Anyway, so Graham and his glasses uh, take everybody on a tour of the Red Market because he just opened a restaurant in the MGM Grand Macau. And there he describes several weird still-living proteins, and the chefs have the options to take notes or not as they see fit. Uh, so another huge props to Kelsey for being a gamer. this might matter. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's almost <laughs> as if someone who had some like forewarning of like whether they're going to play a game or not should probably study that thing. Uh, I'm not sure if this is going to come up for us later in this episode, but, you know, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. You're you're thinking of uh, the hubris challenge where we don't study at all. Okay, great. Well named. We are food TV experts, Ezra. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, it does seem like a nice, it seems like a fun market. There's a lot of interesting things. The black eggs were cool looking. Yeah. Century eggs. Yes. Century eggs. Oh, um and then uh kelsey what else needs a friend he... yeah kelsey made a friend um, i loved her friend yeah mm-hmm. that was fun yeah well and that she was like... when they broke up to individually shop uh after they got to send yeah. their protein right is like yeah. first they went on the friend during the chat during the quick fire yeah mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. those, so first there was a pre-quick fire cruise with graham's glasses and then you went back and went shopping so during the cruise graham highlighted uh five proteins razor clams snails cuttlefish gumfish and mega scallops yeah hint mega scallops are a they're a trap and uh (laughs) so then the chefs get to knife block for the order that they will choose their own protein knife block it's probably our last knife block guys probably is yeah Mm. Mm. yeah well just got a little little ennui for the knife block well it's had a good run. It was a good season for Knife Block. We have not, during this whole season, complained about the lack of Knife Block. So, no. so true. It's pretty Bathed good work. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they uh, they get to choose those proteins. And uh, not sensing a trap at all, Sarah gobbles up the scallops. Immediately is like, I'm sure these are just a big version of the exact same thing I work with all the time. And are not a completely different texture. Just, I'll take the one that's clearly the easy one. Megan was not mad about this. But I thought, how did she not see that with the other four being pretty different from her normal stuff, that scallops probably weren't just easy, perfect, beautiful protein that everybody cooks all the time on Top Chef. I didn't think that any of them jumped out as like things I'd like never ever considered existing before, though. Yeah. No, that's true. They were not gumfish. Well, no, I didn't know about gumfish either. That's true. But like there were things that they like pointed out in baskets on their way through the market right. that they were like, I literally have never seen that before. I have no idea what it could possibly well, be. Well, that could be about like some weird like produce that was a shape, you know? Or... Right. But I'm just saying like, I guess these all felt a little familiar. So I didn't think it yes. was like Sarah chose like, like there was like bacon and then six things that nobody had ever seen before. And Sarah was like, give <laughs> I mean, me yeah, the bacon. Like I felt that's like how I like felt that egregious. And then the scallops did end up being hard. So I felt slightly vindicated. Um, like literally they were just very tough texture um but they you know they weren't completely crazy especially weird though now in hindsight because graham made some lady kill an eel and then they just didn't use it i think oh, eels someone... were among the options yeah oh they, they, didn't, was, they didn't choose there were more right than there. five there were more uh, than I five forgot about that. it wasn't like someone was gonna get stuck with like that giant eel that she totally 
Murder. Yeah, yeah. Although I, I, it did give me that uh, flashback to when they had to take an eel apart. As part of a mise en place? Yeah. Does anyone remember um, that? It was like a no, season or two ago, that. wasn't it? Where it like was they were like no, seasons ago. Literally nobody knows. No, because they were given a, an eel, a cutting board, a nail, <laughs> and, and a hammer. A yeah. hammer. Yeah. Oh yeah. And everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I do remember that. That was so crazy. The hammer and the nail is like that was pretty intense. No, that's like saw, but on top yeah. chef. Yeah. Top chef. Um, top saw. <laughs> Anyway, back to, the, back to the challenge at hand. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I'm tr- I'd love to. I, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to Google this super fast and it's not working. Oh, well. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't I'm bother. Sh- it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Keep moving. Some things Stick are more moving. successful and than others. I really. If you're wondering how come later on we did not ask Meredith about the answer to this question, it's just. It's just not how because works, we didn't. Uh, it's just time, not how, how we did. Time is wibbly wobbly, and uh, um, yeah, <laughs> time is wibbly wobbly indeed. Anyway, uh, so then um, the scallops ended up being a little tough, but then the her dish a little watery. Oh, and there were these water apples that everybody lost their mind about. Rose, Rose apples. apples. Rose apples mm-hmm. that are very, very very watery and juicy, and but apparently also very, very sweet floral. and floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which apparently were very good, except they in in the dish uh, of Sarah's scallops, they made it kind of a watery dish. Um, whereas Mich- Michelle's cuttlefish with noodles that unexpectedly twisted while she cooked it. Mm, the surprise well, they cuttlefish, were cuttlefish twist. They were cuttlefish, cuttlefish prepared noodles. as noodles. So yeah. they yes. weren't noodles. They were the noodles. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Cuttlefish as noodles um, were uh, apparently quite good. So she was surprised, but it worked out very well. Yeah. yeah. And Michelle takes home a win. Peak, continuing to peak at just the right moment absolutely she's thrilled i think with any you know like foreign protein thing the people who get the texture right tend to do very very well so like mm. you know yeah that's Sarah the, had the that's firm scallops point. eric's snails were a little overcooked um but like michelle yeah. got the just right texture um on yeah. on the cuttlefish noodles and yeah it was great yeah that's that's the thing you practice with the most right is getting the texture exactly right and then you get put in a new place with a new protein that's a little different and you don't know exactly how to texture it and chewy not a super pleasant texture yeah so totally understandable um but in general they did seem like they were having fun with it they were not like super bummed about these ex- ex- uh exciting yeah. new proteins five strong they were- chefs they all seemed like tasty dishes you know yeah um so then they go into the elimination challenge uh michelle gets a strong advantage that she gets to choose first among the uh, the super choose challenge, so uh, we're back inside the spawn con um, for a Chinese New Year's feast, which I believe I'm just assuming that this was taped well before Chinese New Year's, but then is airing like a month afterwards. So, what? That was Caleb. Unrelated. Oh, that was Caleb. Okay. You could, um, we, we anyway, can it just feels like no, no, that's fine. We'll keep it. My Wait. confusion. I just thought someone was talking to me. Anyway, there's a yeah. So it's just a kind of another. It's sort of like a Thanksgiving in in the summer kind of feel to the Chinese New Year's vibe. I think. Um, yeah. Probably probably was not accurate, but yeah. again, also it's kind of just like a, a a casino type thing, right? To just like it's a party all the time and like you yeah, know, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, here, we here just we can rent to playfully dance in front of us. I love. We can rent dragons, dragons whenever we want. We're the MGM. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Um, so then they so they get to choose. This is a, so here's the package deal you get. You get to choose a sous chef, and that sous chef 
from earlier Eliminated Chefs comes with a set of ingredients that are themed on a traditional Chinese New Year's wish, either longevity, happiness, health, wealth, or togetherness. And you guys don't realize this, but they had to carry that around since they were been eliminated. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so sad. Brian yeah, just has Brandon. Tray. Hey, guy, here, have some oranges. You just these are yours now. <laughs> these are yours now. Don't put them down. Nope, nope, never put them down. The ground um, is lava. Don't put yeah, these. Yeah, that was the part of Last Chance Kitchen we didn't see. <laughs> they were constantly holding up these trays. Um, yeah. So, uh, if you guys had to pick. Among David, Brian, Eddie, Brandon, and Justin for this challenge, or among the ingredients. Do you pick ingredients first or sous chef first? And if so, who and what? And the important thing is that no one else can cook with those. Um, yeah, you or get one of the important things is no one else can cook you with those. You get 24 hour exclusive rights to peanuts. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, Which is a fun side. Assuming I'm a good chef and I'm getting a good chef, I think yeah. I'd go for the sous chef. Over the ingredients. Over the ingredients. These ingredients are all pretty, you know, flexible. So there's yeah, nothing. I feel like peaches and peanuts might have been harder for some people, or water chestnut and lychee. Some of them seem easier, right? So it's like I think it's balanced. I think you're like maybe yeah, like noodles is pretty sixty forty chef ingredients, and then you kind of like weight towards the things you like. If there's any ingredient you're really excited about, along with any chef you're really excited mm. about, and there's like a couple dead ingredients, it's fine. Just like sort and of. And you like, get exclusive rights to noodles. There's no other noodles today. Yeah, those are your noodles now. That's pretty fun. You're the noodles now, dog. <laughs> I feel like Brandon is a solid choice uh, here because his best skill is telling you if you're about to mess up in the future. Yeah, and he has secret Asian ingredient knowledge. And secret <laughs> secret Asian that. ingredient knowledge. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, Kelsey was the only one who knew that he had a lot of experience cooking Asian food. It was really she had cool. Secret, secret Asian ingredient knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> she had secret Brandon skill knowledge. Yeah. Wow. Ah, that was fun. Um, you, uh, well, and also then Brian was also a good pick, theoretically, because they're because it was Chinese New Year's the year of the pig. Everyone had to cook a pig. Bad luck, pig. You think this is your year? Yeah. <laughs> not what you get. I was just it was thinking, not thank turn out the way you goodness, it wasn't the year of the rat this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, that would have been so much Adrian worse. I Adrian was like, Brian's so good at cooking pig, and every time he cooked pig on Top Chef, it went kind of badly. That's what Sarah said. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's a good point. That is so yeah, true. he's such a meat master. Wait, what? Yeah, he <laughs> was, he he was a cursed again? meat master. Does anyone want to? No? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, let's retire the phrase meat master, unless you've really earned it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that was going to be a point of sensitivity for you, but okay. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. So, master of pork it is then. <laughs> I, it is a pork and master. Oh, come on. <laughs> Wait, so that's better than meat master, is what you're saying? Yep. You'd rather be pork than a master of meat? I mean, you know what? Potato meat master. <laughs> potato master. All right. Uh, also, interestingly, uh, if you if you selected health, you did not have to make a healthy dish. Apparently, that wasn't the way. That, that would have been an overly literal interpretation of that. Um, I suspect, I don't know. I thought that was like, that would be the fun one to be like, oh, this one is healthy or yeah. like no, low cal- Because, cal- yeah, cal- just, nope. I mean, the, the, whatever you eat imbues you with that, you don't have to worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. They also, of course, got 5,088 uh, Macanese Pataka to spend in the market. So that's either a lot or a little. And Potato they're, Pataka. They're, they're, <laughs> they're cooking for 200 people, which is a lot, objectively a lot. Although it did seem, I don't know, it seemed like not that crowded of a party. It seemed like short lines. So. Maybe it's a very 
large room. Yeah, very large it room. Was a very uh, large room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's just supposed to be the densest populated place in the world. And I was like, just seems like you guys are wasting all this space. I would have been this, so uh, angry if they'd been room. like, I mean, since Macau is super densely populated, you're going to cater a meal for 10,000 people. <laughs> what a <laughs> I terrible thing I would have kind of liked that. Um, uh, so... Uh yeah, what are the standouts here? Uh, Michelle Michelle's lettuce wraps with um, sausage that looked to her like Italian salami, which was really turned out really really good. I just and I it think had I, what I love in these situations is when people get inspired as they're going through the market and decide yeah. to mm-hmm. do things yes. based on what they're seeing and finding, like that mm-hmm. to me is you know that's what it's all about yeah and i feel like Mm -hmm. michelle and kelsey leaned into that the hardest and it was just Mm -hmm. really fun to watch their process yeah Mm -hmm. 100 percent. and she like she was inspired in a way that like really was surprising and interesting i guess that she saw a lot of connections to her her to italian food in the way they were curing meat yeah um and the best part about watching michelle go through the market is her first instinct is just to grab something and put it in her mouth she I was like, I think they probably have like six hours of B-roll of Michelle just eating things. (laughs) It was great. Mm -hmm. It was very entertaining. Or or six hours of B-roll of her paying like two cents for the things she just ate on every basket. (laughs) Yeah. I got the impression that eating eating something off a display was like your way of like introducing yourself to the stall owner. Like if you walk up and put something in your mouth, you're like, oh, now we're going to dance because I'm going to buy something from here. And now you're my best friends. Have a a bag of cornstarch. Let's do this. (laughs) Bags of cornstarch for everybody. I'll say just, you know, I mean, that is generally how Maya both learns and makes friends. So it's not wrong. <laughs> I love it. I, I I did mention that, too. I just love that she's tasting stuff all the time. That's a good theory. It totally worked for her. Mm-hmm. And it definitely feels like you're more inspired by the way something tastes than by the way it looks, especially like the giant spiky fruit and other things that you're like, this might not actually represent its insides. You know, I feel like. Don't talk about I, my son Durian that way. <laughs> I was just going to say, I associate myself with the durian as being a little spiky, but inside... Also um, smelly? (laughs) Smells like a corpse inside? I mean, probably literally, yes. That's what I smell like on the inside is a corpse. That's a good point. Um, Anyway, uh, I can't wait for durian week next week, but uh, I just loved watching her walk around taste stuff. It's great. That was a really good, really good thing. also, I like that she made lettuce wraps where it was the right amount of lettuce to food. That is a just a constant problem when people make lettuce wraps, and she yeah. nailed the proportions. It's literally not something I've ever experienced in real life is like the right proportion the of right lettuce proportions. to food. That's never yeah. happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, oh, also we noticed that two different people, ba- like she made basically, um, she made like a, a paleo dish. She was like, she wanted to make the flavor of dumplings, but with just lettuce. And then someone else made a paleo dish on it, like without saying that, but what? oh, like what? the cauliflower grits. Yeah, the cauliflower why grits. We, what paleo? Why are we talking about paleo? It was just it was just interesting that two people like took things and replaced the delicious part with something paleo, like yeah, accidental the, paleo. Accidental paleo it was just like like cauliflower grits are a thing that no one is asking for, but if you have to get rid of your cauliflower, it makes sense. And um, like when you hear dumpling, you're not like, well, wouldn't it be great if they replaced the chewy, delicious dumpling part? With lettuce, yeah, hmm. it's it's, Isn't that a- it's only it's like it's people in like Top Chef, people in Paleo, or people with like a CSA, and that's like that's, those those yeah, yeah, situations yeah. where you're gonna have those they kind of, of have a CSA. They're like, I have this basket I'm required to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Um, also, do you guys feel okay? So let's talk about uh, Sarah's dish, the um, shrimp and grits with cauliflower grits. I feel like cauliflower has been punching above its weight class for a couple years now, and I think it's due for a fall. Hmm. I guess mm. I, this is just the episode where you decide to hate stuff that I just don't see the point in hating. <laughs> no, Ooh. here's the thing. I really like, like cauliflower. Glasses, cauliflower, all innocent things that are just trying to make their way in the world. Cauliflower Ta- Tanya, has been Tanya. bland. It's going for a rebrand and being like, no, I'm versatile. And now here we are just hating on cauliflower for no reason. Tanya, what is I like worth cauliflower. What? Yeah, that's a good point. Where should I hate? Yeah, direct Alex hate in the right direction then. What 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 should he be I hating instead of cauliflower? <laughs> arbitrarily I uplifting think paleo be. to the level of mentioning it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't I, I it was more like that seemed like something people usually do when they're trying to be paleo not when they're trying to be delicious that's why i thought it was interesting Or when you have a challenge where you have to use your ingredients thoughtfully she didn't have to use lettuce cups that was her choice <laughs> it seemed no one nice. put the lettuce cups in her hand but it had nothing to do with some guy making up what he assumed cave people ate <laughs> I know I agree. I no, I'm not this is not a pro paleo moment at all. I just thought that was interesting. So here's what I, my cauliflower theory is just that the rebrand has been going on and I feel like it's got to be waning now. Uh Let because Google Trends. I really enjoy cauliflower. I like cauliflower roasted. I like it as cauliflower and I don't like it as pizza crust and right. I feel like that yeah. Trend has been happening for the right number of years, where I think people now, by and large, have realized it does not make grits better, and that they will. Uh, it'll. I, I, I'm going to say in the next year and a half, no one will use cauliflower except as cauliflower again. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm with you in the sense that, like, I, I think it would be cool if we just like ate things as things, if that makes yes. sense. Like, yes. Like, stop trying to make things into other things that they're not. <laughs> <laughs> stop making things into other things, you guys. Yeah. Um. I, I, I agree. I, that, I'll take that. That's sort of on my team for what like, I was saying. Don't make spinach into brownies. Don't make cauliflower into pizza crust. Like, yes. if you're going to yes. eat a thing, eat a thing, and then stop Just being the weird thing. about it. Yes. Mm, Whoa, um, January is by that. far the most popular month for cauliflower, guys. Okay. Just, <laughs> Seems fine. That's when it's in season or so, New Year's resolutions. So, yeah. Michelle's great. Uh, Kelsey, uh, Kelsey wins the day by not overcooking her black eyed peas. Dude. I swear, she Kelsey. saved them. Mm-hmm. She saved it. Yeah, it seemed like they were going to be overcooked. We got to that act mm-hmm. break, and I just like screamed in tension because I was like, "This mm-hmm. is very stressful." Justin was. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Are they overcooked?" Justin's like, "I wouldn't cook them anymore. Yeah, I'm he would- them out of the liquid and get them cooling immediately, and that it, it worked." Also, yeah. Megan, you pointed out surprising that Kelsey had never cooked black-eyed peas from dry before. Yeah, so I don't know if she was always Can. cooking them fresh or I don't yeah. know. That, I thought that was an interesting comment. I did. Yeah. But maybe it's. Uh, She's clearly yeah. very familiar with black eyed peas and yeah. had never had them dry. So I guess I didn't realize that was not a common way to get them. Right. Yeah, it turns out yeah. I don't know my bean formats. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Gotta learn that. Mm. I will um, say this all- to me overall felt like the best number of chefs to have on your TV in some ways. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cuz we just we spent so much time with everybody in their process mm-hmm. and even like comparing notes with people that you're not even partnered with. Like just felt like yes. it was just so fun to watch everybody like tasting everything and comparing notes and yeah, Also really just nice. what a delightful group we're down to. The fact totally. that moment of like asking somebody else's sous chef to taste your beans and give yeah. you feedback and then him being like really earnest if somewhat over political uh or like trying not to hurt your feelings I guess was really fun. That was great. I also liked, mm-hmm. I mean, just, I had a nice feeling when, I mean, this is kind of, we were writing, but just when everyone showed up at the, um, uh, at the hotel, or I guess like at their place for the second, you know, just like, I felt like it was 
generally I was excited to see each other again and like it's just a nice yeah, kind of like yes. travel feel. Mm-hmm. I just I, I just like that vibe. I just maybe really enjoyed this this, yeah. this part and of the season. And I got to have a, a nice dinner with the, the longest tea kettle in the world. It was very long. <laughs> yeah, such a long tea kettle. We were like enjoying this juggling act and then very surprised when liquid came out of it. Um, it looked like a very long watering can. Um, it was super fun. Um, good point, Caleb. So the uh, uh, what else was interesting from here that I wanted to mention? Um, oh, yeah. I just like everybody. It's just such a great five. And I am sad about Adrian going home. Oh, so yeah, so Kelsey won for that, the bucket piece. And then Adrian went home for her good dish, but tiny portion size, largely. Um, there were some other criticisms, but Tom was mad that it was an ungenerous serving of food at mm. a Chinese New Year's feast, which I thought was really fun. I complain about tiny portion sizes a lot, and I don't hear Tom get mad about it, and I liked it. Yeah, and they wanted more depth, and they wanted more mm-hmm. pop from the various things. But the yeah, end, there were other, they definitely other wanted to make those... you think that Eric was going to go home. Yeah, Indeed. I was worried. Indeed, Eric yeah. Was, well, Eric he, was featured it, heavily in the edit, and also featured disagreeing with his his feedback, which well, usually is not a good sign. Judges table this time. Yeah, it wasn't it a sassy a judges like, table. Actually, I disagree. Yeah, uh, it was. It was for oh yes for for being nice. It was sassy, but for being sassy, it was pretty pretty mellow right? i guess i just yeah. mean there was a lot of confidence in responding to the criticism which i don't always see a lot of the times i think they're a little more like humble and then in the edit they're like i disagree but right there they're like sorry man i think you're wrong about how curries should taste padma yeah, <laughs> yeah what a what a stance yeah. what a yeah. terrible stance um padma also had a bad time with the uh rice thing from adrian because it was too hot not yeah. spiciness mm-hmm. level but too physically <laughs> hot she was the one that put it. In, I don't know. Like, you I, thought she should have blown on it first. I'm just saying. Like, Elegantly. I don't know if you can judge if you can like blame someone for giving you food that you put in your mouth when it's too hot temperature wise. Like, I agree. I thought that was a little she surprising. Did ask, should I put yeah, this she... whole thing in my mouth? And the answer oh, was yes. Yeah, yeah. And so then That's she true. did. And then she was like, Ah, it's extremely hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That does yeah, feel it's... like it's not entirely Padma's fault. Totally. Also, everybody cooked well, which is just a nice way to end. Yeah, I just is. like, especially at this point, to have nobody blew it. It was just like, everything is good. Someone's going home for a good but not incredible dish. Yeah. The yeah, fifth I'm, place I'm great dish it. goes home. That's really nice. And uh, now Adrian doesn't get to raise a family? I don't know. That was confusing. I couldn't <laughs> figure out why she why winning... Like what is arguably after taxes not that impressive a lump sum was going <laughs> to allow her to move home and raise a family? There's a good amount of money. Yeah. What? Do uh, you have a you have a cogent answer to that? Yeah. Oh. So she wants to open a restaurant back in her hometown, and so that right. would be that money would be the down payment on opening up a restaurant that's not in what world uh, she lives in rural connecticut Is it yeah in I mean, a, that, inside that's, a small tin shack what <laughs> well but that, that's, that's what i do think money wise it makes way more sense for that to be a restaurant in connecticut than it does in new york city i still think restaurants are wildly expensive and you need runway to keep that thing open you until do it's and maybe she already that maybe it, years. maybe that's the difference maker on what that. she's already had saved or whatever but that was the you probably hey, got this, a partner also right you probably don't do it on your own. I mean, maybe. Yeah. And hey, I'm Top Chef. Give me a loan. 
Right, right. Well, yeah, winning Top Chef might give you more easy access to capital for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and hopefully placing fifth in Top Chef still does that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think it very well might. Uh, I, I think that's, I think she had a good showing of herself this year, and that usually does help you find partners. I, mean, I think and visit also- GoshenConnecticut.com is probably interested in becoming <laughs> some sort of co sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. That's been a great discussion we've been having about this other stuff. <laughs> now, something else. Uh, great great segue Ezra. Well, we have a very special segment right now we have a very special guest joining us it is meredith keeper of the memories uh meredith thanks for being on the show thank you so for those of you just joining us meredith has been uh writing in all season with any time we don't remember something or misremember it and no one has to feel bad uh and she's been correcting us and giving us further information on everything that's ever happened in the history of top chef and her husband wrote in and thought that we should do a little quiz with you. And we loved the idea. So after he played Matchmaker, we are here and you are going to present to us a Top Chef quiz that we are presumably going to do badly at. Right, guys? You guys will do great. I can't oh. wait. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just you wait, Meredith. Um, it feels like you don't remember the previous uh, six seasons of our show where we are wrong about a lot of history. Okay, yeah, maybe. Mm. Also, I'm editing, so if we do badly, it, maybe those questions won't make it to air. <laughs> Audacity will know, though. Yeah, somebody knows. There's always a history somewhere. Um, and uh, hopefully, at some point, as we'll be able to uh, check in with, with Sarah by text as necessary. Yep. So, all right, Meredith, what, what is the format? How would you like us to do this? All right, well, as the pod testants here, I thought that I would just ask you questions and, and, and you would answer as a group. So you can, you can discuss what you think the answer is. Great. And then, and then give me your final answer. Let's okay. do it. Are you ready? I'm sure. ready. Mm-hmm. Do you have actually do you have a hint as to what, what is the breadth of, of, how did you go about creating this quiz? Um, I guess from things that I find interesting about the show, okay. which is mostly like the analytics and structure of the show. Interesting. Um, and then um, I, I tend to watch in you know like if i'm re-watching shows as i tend to do as you can imagine mm-hmm. um i will tend to say like i will watch all the restaurant wars episodes as opposed oh. to watching you know an, a whole season thematic rewatch is so interesting that's yes so, so fascinating yeah what, what is that the karate edit is that what that's called is that what that's um, called <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's when, I believe you. No, <laughs> it's, it's called something, and now my husband's embarrassed. It's the way you watch Star Wars. It's called out the of machete order. edit or machete. The order. machete edit. That's what it is. Oh, yes. machete order. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you come yes, at me with Star been... Wars questions, we're gonna ace it. But <laughs> no, I think we're in the no, wrong, I... wrong podcast. Yes, no, but this is machete order watching of Top Chef. So that's that's where most of my knowledge. Oh, comes that's from. so interesting. I'm so glad I asked that question. Okay, I'm ready. We're, we're ready. Quiz us. Let's hear it. The Top Chef. We're not uh, afraid. machete quiz okay so adrian pointed out that she has no wins going into the final five but this is not the only time this has happened Mm. how many times has it happened oh how many times counting adrian or not counting adrian Ooh, good question i'm gonna say counting adrian counting adrian so the low end is two for this to be a question (laughs) i think it's pretty rare for somebody to not have any elimination wins and reach the you know, bonus trip. I would say I might get. I'm guessing three. I think there were a couple. Three. Do you guys remember anybody offhand? Do you no. actually remember a name? No. Mm, I mean, no. Hosea. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he I know, still like, hasn't won a challenge. It was only people I disliked strongly. So it was Nicholas, <laughs> Elmi, and Hosea. No, Elmi won. <laughs> Elmi won a bunch. 
Uh, yeah, there was that whole ordeal with yeah. winning that one time. Oh, yeah. Eric um, in DC. Oh, wait, maybe. I guess he didn't win. The, but did anyway. Eric not win any? Is, this is all, it's just, I'm just assuming people I forgot didn't do well, but that's not fair. Eric in DC. Oh, you're not even naming the correct contestants <laughs> oh, now. Oh, good. <laughs> or maybe Chris's memory is better than yours and you've just no. forgotten Eric from no, DC. No, who the, won DC? What was his name? The guy who won DC, what was his name? I thought his name was Eric. Oh, Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kev. I'm going to say three because I don't think it happens that often. Yeah, I would and say I, three, too. Yep. Yeah. I think three. Got, Sarah thinks three also. Yeah, we've got a consensus. Uh, our answer, Meredith, is three. All right. That's a rough start for you guys. You got it wrong. Um, Were we close? It's it. Well, it's actually six. Whoa. And if you count, if you count George in season twelve, who like got cut on the first episode and came back and ended up in the final I'd five, then then yeah. it would be seven. Dang. So, oh. wow. so this is actually not that uncommon. Yeah. No, season two, Cliff. Season four, Spike. Cliff. Season that's not six, even a person. Season eight, Tiffany. Season twelve, George. Oh yeah. Wait. So that was Tiffany and on, then Adrian. On, Tiffany on All Stars. Yes. Wow. Yeah, Tiffany. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, guys, I have an idea for all the numbers stuff. Let's all just guess wildly and then take the average yeah. of them. It's like it was. We did. Like, we just all guessed, guessed three. three. <laughs> yeah, but we shouldn't have, like. So. But like, I guess like guess independently of each other, right? Like, don't don't think about each other's like answers, oh, okay. and then we'll should get. Yeah, okay. Then it was okay. Like, okay. Cool. Let's Sounds let's good. see if we can wisdom of a small crowd. All right. Yeah. Well, so we're zero for yeah. one, Meredith. Not okay. even in the ballpark. Okay, you've got a fifty percent chance on this next one. Yes. Sweet. All right. To make Tom and Padma happy, <laughs> this question needs to spread across the plate. True or false? Season sixteen is the first season where no chef testant has prepared risotto. <gasps> okay. Oh. There's been there's that's, not been a single false. risotto We've this whole season. We've seen risotto before on this season. I think. I'll say false. Yeah. On this season or on, wait, I, th- I think the question is assuming this is the, this is, it has happened this year. No, this. Wait, so what? far, season 16 has been risotto free. Right. Has that ever happened before? Right. Oh. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that this is not the first risotto list season. I'll, I'll take, I'll take the whatever. I don't know which that would be false. You think <laughs> Thank you. True. Right. That would be true risotto list season, false risotto free, risotto yes. full okay. season. Okay. Okay. Risotto <laughs> Um, but well, so if we were all independently answering and then averaging, Ezra, wouldn't it be? That's n- impossible. Like, I thought that was just for numbers questions. Neutral. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if we're if we're tied, we shouldn't be. Tied, we're all though. we're all pleading the fifth on this one. I'm, I, I, I think it's I'm, the first. I think it's the first time because everybody tries a result. It's a it's a totally. Know, it's such yeah. a common, especially. I would say it's probably more common earlier on before the chefs discovered scallops. I yeah, I'm having a hard time like casting my mind back to all the like. Like the very early seasons, like was everyone always trying to make risotto from the very beginning? Yeah, mm, I think I think every other season someone's tried to make a risotto. That's yeah, me I too. Think. S- Sarah thinks there has been a season without risotto before this one. Um, okay, so that's at least two votes for that, and so far three votes for this. Tanya, I think you're the tiebreaker. Where did you settle? Oh no! Or by tiebreaker, I mean tie creator because we're currently three two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I, you know, okay. I think maybe this is the first risotto-free season. Oh, okay. okay, that's our leaning as a group. I also just think it's All fascinating right. that this is a risotto-free season. That's a that's a great observation. Um, four two. Yeah, four two. So we're gonna go with uh, whatever that answer was. <laughs> this is the first time it's happened. <laughs> Risotto all the way down. <laughs> it, it is indeed false. This is 
this is a risotto free season, but it is not the first <gasps> risotto free season. No, we lost. Oh no, we one. lost yeah. that one. Yeah. Oh, I thought oh, we lost, lost that one. Oh, no. oh, for ten here, guys. Let's do it. No, sorry. Jeez. Man, I was so happy because <laughs> I got confused about true and false. Um, Man, I also like that Chris <laughs> managed to work true in it. That it that is false. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Thank you. It is true that it's false. Chris, I love that you managed to work in an extra wrong answer by saying that the question was incorrect. <laughs> so we're actually oh, we're, we like have three wrong answers in two Listen, questions. That's I'm impressive. I'm not going through uh, going for accuracy. I'm going through uh, to be a fan and uh, enthusiastically wrong. That's, You're going for speed. Thing. There you go. Yeah. You yeah. Go. Okay. For, okay. For anyone listening at home, I I contend that season four was the first risotto free season. Wait, first what? of many, or just that's the only one? Uh, I believe it is the. F- the only one there might have been one in like 11 or 12 but it it, depends, the, it depends if you count the arachini for the risotto balls it gets complicated uh, it does does get complicated. what about the prequels you know like the you know like the negative one season negative just, one yeah hack off number two. one and yeah <laughs> <laughs> is this a machete order joke yes that's okay <laughs> just checking <laughs> all right this this one you guys can get this one all right here we go <laughs> no Ooh. we can't, can't wait yes <laughs> all right I love that confidence, says. It was so hot in Kentucky, it's good the chef testants got to wear white chef coats. Oh. Top chef seasons, Texas and Seattle, did not. What color were their chef coats? Texas was navy, and I believe Seattle navy? was black. Did we have to get yeah. both of them? Mm. Oh, man. They were the same color. They I will save you by saying they navy. were the same color. Okay. Yeah, it was navy. Really I, was like, black? I remember, I remember <laughs> Paul Key in the navy uh, chef coat. Is oh, oh, man. All right. I mean, you have you clearly have like a very specific memory of this. So yeah, he also had in in the in the Navy chef coat too. He also had a yeah. specific memory of there being uh, risotto this season. So yeah, listen, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of Oprah memories about things. <laughs> uh, I just feel like black seems so much more likely than navy. But oh, I think I think we gotta go with Chris's. Okay, with Chris's first. I, I thought it was navy also. Yeah, all right, we'll go with wow. navy. All right, we're for, going for with two guts, uh, and you said we could get this, Meredith, and I. I don't believe it. Wait, wait. Sarah says, "Oh, Sarah says gray." If you, if you, if you want, it's not not helpful, uh, Sarah. Don't too listen late. to Sarah. Uh, with, <laughs> Meredith, is it navy? It is indeed navy. Yeah. But, but just to be clear, all stars did have black coats, so yeah, and that's where that came from. Oh. Yes, yeah. yes. So you were not making that up. Wait. Oh, okay. So that wasn't the only. Oh, okay. Okay. I get it. <laughs> All, right. All right. We thankfully didn't have one this season, so, but in what season did the sudden death quick fire? That was Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Or no. Oh, that was the, that so was that the was high, stakes. high stakes quick but fire. But when did they call it sudden death? I feel like high stakes was before sudden death, where they got prizes, and then later on they were like, and now we'll also cut people. Well, no, the, I think, the high stakes I, also I think, included a, a loser out. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it? I think you're. I think you're right, Chris. So yeah, I, I'm. I would say Vegas. And oh, here's a question. Does it wait? Does it count the like that that one when it was sort of like the pre like? I'm gonna say she's not wait, counting like got... it wasn't technically a quick fire. The wait, wait, pre-show wait, 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 wait. You guys, there was one season where they brought people in on the first episode yeah, that's and what took I was just people asking about. Yeah. Oh, I see. You I don't think was, that counts? Doesn't count. Yeah, that guy okay. who couldn't I cut would... meat. Yeah. Guess Meredith Sarah is not says counting 10. that. Sarah says ten, but is Meredith counting that one? <laughs> well, well, I I could be counting that one, but technically it doesn't matter because it was introduced before that. one. I think so too. Vegas was early, right? Was Vegas three or four? No, it Vegas? wasn't three or four. Yeah, it was, um, it was six. 
It was six. Yeah, six. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna work through this problem while Caleb eats an apple right next to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Uh, uh, Sarah says. Yeah. Okay. I, Megan okay. says Vegas. Was Chris six. says I'm Vegas, which is six. Yeah, I would say six too. I think the that insta cut was before ten, so I think based on our hint, we can eliminate ten as an answer. Well, right. Oh, the insta cut. She's so was Meredith, really Meredith early. I think was the in, no. I thought the insta cut oh. was later. I don't think so. Man. I mean, they were like on a boat somewhere. So where were they on a boat? I'm no longer enjoying being bad at this. It's okay. It's okay. Your first reaction is usually correct. Well, we did say touch yeah, move touch was going to be our rule. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. All right. So uh, I, our first reaction is Vegas, which we have decided is season six. That is correct. Hey! <laughs> All right, Chris, you, you, you put us in a hole with that bonus answer, but now you've redeemed yourself and yeah. you're to the, to the good. You guys have got the analysis paralysis. Yeah, <laughs> we really do. I don't think we should be allowed to talk to each other about our answers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I have a solution for that. Okay. It is time for the classic Top Chef twist. Oh. Your teammates now become your competitors. Yes. <laughs> Finally, I couldn't wait to fight all these people. Uh, wait, so just wait, so Jesus, by bringing out that lobster and just throwing it so around. So Chris and right? Tanya are one on one. Megan and I are one on one, and Ezra is going to beat his son, who's not on the show. No, no, this is Apple. You're, you're, you're all fighting each other. One v one v one. All right, just I'm ready. Like I'm always the Apple. Yeah, just, just like a spelling bee, each person will get a turn. If you get the answer right, you go to the back of the line. Oh. If you get it wrong, you're out, you're out, and the last pod testant standing will win. Oof, Meredith. Okay, this here we go. Perfect. This okay. is great. Are you ready? I'm so sad. All right, I'm just. I'll just yep. go. I'll just sit. Okay. Can I just sabotage someone else? Well, no. You just have to take your. How turn. would you do that? No, I, I guess. If I'm they, Alex. If they I think it was beef. <laughs> the spelling bee people don't sabotage each other. They just sit behind them. You see. you see the kid in the back row going, it's Greek. It's Greek. Yeah. It's Greek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will name the two restaurant names from a Restaurant Wars challenge oh, and the chef that went home that episode. You give me the season those restaurants were created. No. I will accept the season number or the location of the season. Nope. Okay, okay, cool, because I don't do the numbers. One out of 16 chance. Yeah. Disagree. <laughs> exactly. You guys you guys got this. I'm and if you're clever, you would write down the season numbers as they went along so that you would know there were fewer of them to choose uh, from. One of us no. may have studied early on and has these memorized, but it's not no, me. I, I don't have them memorized. Oh, you no. said you did. I just I just memorized the locations of the seasons. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me go first. Let's make this easy. All right. Conifer, commonplace... Claudette went home. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. That sounds that sounds recent. I want to say Conifer sounds more familiar, but Claudette, I don't believe that's a person who's ever been on this show. Um, I know this one. <laughs> she got kicked off twice. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Man, uh, twelve. Fifteen. No, that was yes. last year. That, that was just, just last year. That just Who's happened. Who's Claudette? I knew the name sounded familiar. That's funny that Conifer's more familiar than Claudette. All right. Well, that was easy. I'll be over here spelling things in <laughs> Greek. <laughs> All right. Megan, are you next? Sure. Yes. All right. District LA, Palette, Philip went home. Oh, uh, that was LA. Or I mean, California, all of California. Yeah, yeah. I, I will, I will accept. I will yeah. accept all of California. <laughs> all right, Megan, you're still in this. Good job. Yeah, Megan. All right, Chris, are you next? Sure, whatever. All right, <laughs> Urbano. Oh no. Atelia Kwan, Kristen. Oh. Sorry. Give Give me that one more time. Urbano, Atelia Kwan, Kristen. Went 
Cool. I'm going to say Seattle. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Nice job. Because Kristen. Still, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Kristen is the key. Yep. Yeah. All right. I guess it's Tanya? Me. Yeah. That's me. Yep. Oh, God. That's me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I know how you feel. Revolt. Mission. Oh. Lorraine went home. What? Oh, Lorraine? False. Yeah, I have false on that one as well. <laughs> there's a big there's a big clue in this one, Tanya. Revolt. Oh. Mission. Oh. Dream. Oh. Oh. Wait, so is this big is this is this little vault or is this robot vault? It's it's all capital it's letters. Volt. Um mm. but I'm trying to remember is that was that Vegas? No. Your first answer. Vegas. <laughs> Correct. And they named it for the. They named it for the Voltaggio brothers. Yeah, oh, Robin, Eli, and Voltaggio brothers. I uh, will just remain here on a stool in the corner, wearing a jumpsuit alone. Aww. Thanks, Nini. At least you're fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> Your blush looks great, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Right. All right, Ezra, ready? Yeah, you're ready. Bodega, etch. Okay. Marcel okay. went home. Oh. Marcel. Okay. It's like early, and I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you remember the feelings, that's important. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a different game. How did you feel uh, when this happened? Yeah, how did you feel yeah, when it yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. When Claudette went home, I was not surprised since I didn't know she was on the show. <laughs> Who's Claudette? Okay. Can you... Uh, country of origin, please. Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, yes. Many of the chef testants created restaurants in Restaurant Wars <laughs> named Bodega, Etch, and Marcel went home. <laughs> now, did as didn't Marcel go home twice? Yeah. There was... I think... Right, he, well, he went home for All-Stars, but I don't remember if that was... Always go with your first feeling. Always go with your first Okay. Uh... I'm just going to say two. Oh, it was eight. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to get eight. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, oh, yeah. Claudette was, was awesome. I loved Claudette. That's why I remember her. <laughs> I, I, I can text Sarah if you want. The, if you want uh, uh, I feel like you should just have uh, Apple Boy do it. He's not going to understand any of this, but sure. Uh, I'll, Does he know his numbers to 16? Yes. Then he can pick a number. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> and probably get the possible chances that you guys have. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, everybody... Ex- oh, as at least we're both eliminated. That's nice. At least yeah. I have yeah. you. Buddies. Um. All right. Southern Belle, Latitude, Katsuji went home. Oh. Okay. Southern Belle, uh, Latitude... Okay, hold on. Oh, you're texting. We're, we are waiting on a text is yeah. what we're doing. We are sitting it's, it's here. It's almost there. Vivid radio. <laughs> this is the best. Caleb's okay. getting so, some help from mom. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Sarah says, very quickly, I don't know if it's right or not, but she says 12. Oh, that is incorrect. Mm. Oh. Season 14, Charleston. 14, Charleston. Okay. So, you guys, hearing all of these together, the machete edit of Restaurant Wars... Are these good names or bad names? 
I mean, like they are the... sort. There's a similarity to them when we yeah, hear them all together. Yeah, there's a similarity to most restaurant names. Like that's mm-hmm. just a. I mean, this is just like a an ongoing modern hipster problem. Yeah, that's true. But they're all well. There are they're all pretty hipstery named. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Revolt now. That that's my favorite so far. Especially because one <laughs> of the people a popular choice wasn't a Vault. Um. All right. So we have a. Uh, Chris, Tanya, Megan remain in the competition. Oh, how is yes, this possible? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> round two. So, round two. Uh, Megan, you're up. Okay. My Buddha, Warehouse Kitchen, Dale went home. Oh, man. Okay, so this has to be an All-Stars, I think. Well, or, can we already do an All-Stars? Yeah. I'm not helping. Um, stay on your stool. No, we, we didn't do. I don't think we yeah, did the. Go change jumpsuits. Don't I don't help. think we did the New York All Stars. I think we did um, a different one. But there's only been one All Stars. Well, there, Alex, but there, the there, there's the one where they brought in. Uh, there has been, yeah, there was veterans. Uh, veterans I'm, I'm going to say the New York All Stars. One. That's my answer. <laughs> All right, I'll need help from the group. So it was New York, but it was season four New yeah, York. Yeah, not All Stars. Is Megan still in? Oh. Okay. I'm, well, so that's that's not I, what I meant. Yeah. Oh, well, you but can, you did but you say the right the thing. Location. She said location or number. All but stars is a, not a number. There was so. an all stars in New York, right? No. Yes, but that was season eight with Bodega. Yeah, that was the real. Yeah, that was the real yeah, all stars. Which all-stars. is the one that Ezra just had um, with Marcel. <laughs> okay. So I think you get. I heard the word New York. I think we're. In. I heard New York. Number were the number or the options. All right. And then she okay. just added right. information that made her look wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, what luck. <laughs> okay. All right. It's Chris, yes. are you ready? Yes. Four pigs, mm. Magellan, oh. Carrie Ann went home. Oh. No idea who that is. But I like Magellan and Four Pigs. I think those are good names for restaurants. Oh. Alex. Yeah, I, I forget what? who Carrie Ann is. Stay on the stool. Um, I completely no, forget just, who that I'm is. appreciating. I'm, I'm like... Uh, I'm gonna go nine, season nine. Good guess, but it was season twelve. Ah. Oh. Tell me more about season twelve. Uh, so Magellan was one of the first times where they did not get along, and so oh. they just made up. They they said like, "Oh, spices of the world." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Magellan yeah. went for all this, so, much Carrie like commonplace Anne. last time. Yeah, yes. that's so and Carrie Ann, they Katsuji messed up her dessert, and they warmed up her uh, her chocolate mousse. Oh yeah. Wow, man. Oh. Man. Uh, all right. All right. Tanya. Tanya? Yeah. And, and <laughs> if Tanya does not get this correct, um, almost by accident, Megan will have one. I'm into that. I'm into that outcome. Well, wait. It, all right. Spelling B, I have to get another one right. But well, you have anyway. to spell all the Top Chef <laughs> names correctly. I don't think that's. Wait, is that true? How do you spell Top Chef? You have to spell it is, it, you usually do have a, correctly. <laughs> Yes, you usually do have to do a final one, but that's if two people are standing. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Canteen, half bushel, Tylor. Tylor? Yeah, okay. Tylor? T-Y dash L-O-R. Oh my God. Son of Greg Lore. What? <laughs> <laughs> Must yeah, have been I don't one, know of the, this... one of the lost seasons. I was going to say, what was this, Just Desserts? Uh, what are you talking yeah. about? No, no. What what is the classic lost season that probably none of us ever rewatch? That one. Oh no. I, this is like this is like Top Chef Australia or something. It's one of the other countries we didn't what watch. Is it season it's one? Not. It is not. Oh. Great. 
Wait, is that it? it? Was, are, are, are you ready for it? Was so, that your final yeah, answer? That's my fi- I mean, that's my only guess. Who the hell is Tylor? Yeah, I don't know who Tylor is either. Season 9, Texas. <gasps> what? Weird. See, I liked Texas. I Where, liked who Texas is Tyler? too, but I don't have any recall of who this man is. I Texas was dark. No, there was a lot. Yeah. I mean, even with the even with um, our winner, Paul Key, Paul Key, baby Paul yes. had oh. like the saddest. Like I don't know, all the pictures of him as like a a little a little child were. Um, okay. like, well, I just clicked on a headline sad. from Huffington Post called "Tylor Boring Nude." What? Um, you shouldn't have that. clicked on that. <laughs> <laughs> What are, you, what are you even doing, Alex? <laughs> oh, his name is Tylor Boring. Okay, I was I just thought they were like criticizing his nudes for being uninteresting. Alex has been on this. Boring. Hey, Megan won. Wait, no, no. Yay! Okay, I, 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 I would like to propose that I get another one. If I get it, then I win. If I don't get it, then Meredith wins. <laughs> I don't okay. know if that's how this works. Win. Also, Tyler's uh, uh, man, he's got a lot of things defending his nudes as being great. Wow. Also, I guess oh, he was interviewed in a magazine called Mouthfeel, which is yeah. I was gonna say Mouthfeel is a gross name for a magazine, especially about his nudes. Um, I, uh, you know what? I think that I still don't recognize him. <laughs> yeah, I wish I remembered him at all. Yeah, well, sorry, I? Tyler. I don't know. Sorry, Tyler. All right, one more for Megan. Do you have one left? Uh, there's plenty left, but I did have a tiebreaker if Megan wants to do that one. In the event that you all did so well that we needed it. <laughs> yeah, weird choice. <laughs> all right, let's let's try it. All right, Megan. Name one of the restaurants from season 16's Restaurant Wars. <gasps> oh, I love oh, this tiebreaker. No. Megan, this just happened. Well, there was one in a greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're actually going for the name of the restaurant, not the description, no, but I like your spirit. It's a good start. Um, what were the other vibes? Do you I, remember? I, I remember one I of them. I remembered one. I remember one. <laughs> Everyone help <laughs> Megan. Everyone help Megan. Um, don't, don't tell the name yet. What was the design of the other one that you remember, if it wasn't the greenhouse Think about one? the... Um, think about the bubble bath party? Like regions of the nation. Oh, Yeah. Uh, there was one, yeah, one was Northeast or something. Yes. Yeah, hey. Northeast. Yeah. Thank you. Yay. And then the green. I can win immunity. Yay, <laughs> Megan won immunity. Good job, Megan. It's pretty late in this competition for her to still get immunity, but whatever. Yeah, I think she got a significant advantage in the next challenge, but she not will. immunity. She's going to Macau. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we play next week, then Megan will have won a significant advantage. Do you, uh, do you have Ooh. one final question for all of us uh, to, to wrap up on? I, I could have a, one final question. You, I feel like that's where we're at. All right. Three women and one man in the final four in Macau. Yes. We've only seen this once before. Which season was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Um, it could be um, the one where... Kristen Brooke? Uh, it was, uh, who, was, who was with Kristen and Brooke? Well, there was... So, on the... Couple on Charleston, the final three were was Brooke, uh, Shirley, and Sheldon. Right. I don't remember. Wait, Brooke Shirley Sheldon was fourth place. Charleston? I think that was Charleston. Um, Yeah, that's yeah. That was the one where. Oh no no! What was the what was the first one with? Oh no! What was the one in 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 Alaska where? uh, That was Seattle. That was that was that where where Paul 
chiseled the ice? That, no, was, that Texas. was Texas. That, that was, was Texas. Whistler. And then they went yeah. to Vancouver. When they went to Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because um, that was Paul and... Oh, yeah, you're totally right. Oh, it was right. Paul it, and Three Ladies. It was yes, Texas. That was Texas. Yeah. 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 That's true. Good, I feel good, good about this. Yeah. Season Meredith? nine, Texas? Texas? Well, so I thought the answer was season four, so I'm now checking... Ooh. And you are correct. Woo-hoo! I have been stumped. Oh my god! It happened twice. How dramatic! It happened. It, <laughs> it was a dramatic ending. <laughs> How did it happen? Season four and season nine. So you guys Dang. just needed to warm up. I yeah. do. I am ashamed. I just We're remember also the keepers of some memories. Very limited. <laughs> oh, I, I just remember Paul having to do the ice chiseling for everybody because it was very difficult when they hid like some fruit in a block of ice, and he was like, "I will help with your chiseling." Yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, that was so stupid. <laughs> And that was the one where the one lady shot the other lady in the preview. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Should I talk? I think about it all the time. Uh, wow, Meredith, this has been incredible. I do think, um, despite your um, slight stumble there at the end, you still are the big winner. Um, you have the most memories. Also, I'm fascinated by this machete order Top Chef watching, and I don't know if I could do it, but I'm super curious about how your I life is. I would be very curious to rewatch like all the Restaurant Wars or all yeah, the... I mean, that would be the best series of episodes, including the one season where you'd have to watch it twice because they were so bad. Tom was like, ugh, do it again. Yeah, do course, it again. That was, three. Yeah, that's an Season three, thank one. you. Ugh. Um, Meredith, you're a gift. Thank you so you much. Are, Thank you. It's so been so much. wonderful talking pleasure. to you. I really, really appreciate it. And, yeah, thanks, Meredith. And uh, I hope people at home uh, were able to do better than us playing along. Um, and we will. We look forward to some more uh, corrections. No one has to feel bad about Meredith. Uh, it is time for. It's time for Megan's mailbag. You can get in touch with Megan at mailbag at packyourmics.com, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on the web, packyourmics.com. Megan, what's in your bag? Oh, actually, can I do a quick bag story for you? Sure, yeah. Well, for everybody. Um, so, Megan had a birthday recently, and uh, sister of the pod, my sister, um, sent her a bag as a mailbag joke, but then decided to actually make it a nice-looking purse. Mm. So she got a she got a mailbag for for her birthday that is also like a really cute purse. So Thanks, this time Julia. when you ask what's in her bag, is she going to tell you about her lipsticks? <laughs> she could, yeah. She has a she could, or she could just have all of these emails handwritten into a note in her purse that she pulls out. That's definitely what I've done. Uh, yeah. right. That's how <laughs> Megan spends her time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Also, happy birthday, mm-hmm. Megan! Yeah. Thank you, thank you. All right, Jane writes, this greatly makes up for all of this for the All-Stars dim sum challenge where the chefs were so cringe and struggling to find a balance between putting out their food and knowing the medium. Yeah. Um, This episode missed the usual tropes related to Asian food, like how in a few episodes ago, Adrian thought she could do a Filipino dish because she felt confident in Thai food. Yeah. Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) Yeah. And even the scenes at the market were somehow endearing, maybe because it was less about goofy language barriers and had moments where chefs actually made connections, like Kelsey. I love that Sarah haggled down the price, possibly accidentally, due to her not being perfect at Cantonese. Yeah. I could not really hear her, but um, the subtitles showed her that she got something from 27 to 25. I wasn't sure if that was money or wait, because she did say, like, can I have less? And I wasn't sure if she was asking to pay less or just wanted less of the food. But I like... I thought it was a haggle. It was because she was, was like 27. She, she was like, can you do 25? And he was like, okay. 
It was oh, also, nice. how oh, okay. awesome was, was it that thing. Sarah... Oh, I'm so sorry. No, please, you're right. Oh, how awesome was it that Sarah boned up on Cantonese a little bit? Uh, so, the so solid. And we only saw her saying thank you in English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, That's a so tricky funny. language to learn, so really super power to you for uh, uh, trying it mm-hmm. at this point. That's and true. just, yeah... I, I, we didn't, we also don't know how long they had off, but right. Cantonese in two weeks is probably not super easy. True, true. Um, so just A for effort, I guess, even though we didn't get to see it. Mm-hmm. I uh, totally agree, though. Love the market shots. Those are not always fun, and this one they were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane also writes, interesting to see that there are no white men in the finals this year, barring appearances as sous chefs. Yeah. Um, hey. That is true. I, I want to say, uh, though, that they were really representing as sous chefs, so... At least we had a good push from the dudes in the uh, sous chef category. I think okay. this actually today. has happened before, though, in the finals. Uh, pops in season nine. That's very possible. <laughs> uh, it's a good point. Yeah. Um, we have a, a few things from last episode. Yes. Um, so, uh, CW uh, didn't get to write in before we recorded, um, but writes, uh, I thought it was hilarious to take chefs to Lexington for an auction to get food to cook in Louisville. Uh, That's a two and a half hour round trip for basically no payoff. (laughs) 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 I don't think we've made the connection that that was a totally different city and possibly a long drive, but that is super weird to drive two and a half hours and be like, here's your ham and then drive two and a half hours back. I mean, also CW, I love a map friend. I'm glad that we have at least somebody keeping an eye on the map and going, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right next to it, right? Because they're in the same state. No nah, man, long well, drive. CW also has some local knowledge. Yeah, uh, and it's from Kentucky, so yeah, yeah. yeah in fact, uh, CW said the reason why the email came late was because it had been raining a lot and everybody's kitchens were flooding. Yeah, there was a lot of flooding in Kentucky. So yeah, oh, oh, good sorry. Ex- good Please reason. Yeah, off. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you can air out on that two and a half hour round trip to buy your groceries. Um. Uh, Adrian also writes in. Um, so Adrian had mentioned on the last episode that she felt that the last decision uh, was unfair. Um, oh, and yeah, yeah. To, and we questioned why. Uh, we we'll sh- uh, wanted to clarify that. Yeah. Uh, so Adrian writes, uh, I just think Justin messed up on an innovative dish he was trying for the first time, and Adrian made a dish that she and her mentor make regularly and still messed it up. Yeah. It rubs me the wrong way when failing big, but trying to be innovative gets people sent home while being fine, um, which is my read of Adrian's performance this season gets you to Macau. <laughs> I oh. meant existentially unfair rather than rule book unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't felt that of any of the decisions in a while. That's a totally interesting point. I also yeah. like the theme being... Uh, being fine gets you to Macau. I'm, Wait, you, you I'm, like that that happened or you like that that was... I think that's a good theme. I I'm, I would like to get to Macau, as I mentioned earlier, and I'm fine. Oh, Alex yeah, thinks so. Fine. Oh, Wait, he's so this gonna is going to benefit Macau. you, obviously. Mediocrity <laughs> gets me to Macau. That's what I'm saying. That's how this... I like the a world where that's possible. D's get, get degrees, mediocrity gets him to Macau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um... So do we want to talk about maybe some uh, some dream finales? Um, yes. I do want to just quick, I th- uh, the bottom, I want to like throw the link up to the, we talked about uh, Sheldon's bottom of plate salad last week. Oh, um, yeah. 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 Thank you, Adrian, for writing in with an article about that. Um, 
So it explains the name as uh, everything that's that's best from the bottom of a plate of yeah. a dish. Which was, so, I think, our, yeah. like, that was my guess. And then everyone was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's clearly what it is. Um, so we'll throw an article in about it. Also, just the pictures of Sheldon's food look so incredible. So mm-hmm. um, very happy to uh, include that link. Thanks, Adrian. Um, so let's so at Katie Lucy writes in uh, dream finale almost there Kelsey Michelle and Eric mm-hmm. I mean that's that was uh, I believe that was Sarah's dream finale that I I agreed with and to clarify not Sarah on the show obviously Sarah H oh well oh I don't I think it was I think it was Sarah it was the first Sarah oh yeah Sarah by text uh, oh, okay. I think I had said that but the first Sarah of all uh, Yeah, Sarah Sarah's. Prime. Um, but yeah, so this is not, wasn't everybody's dream finale, but I, so do you guys, have you changed your opinions at this point? Like who's, who's your preferred elimination out of these four? I mean, I have to say I'm kind of into Kelsey, like slowly getting her groove on. Yeah. If that's, like, yeah. I mean, not that she ever didn't have it, but I just, I like that she's emerging as like a really serious competitor. Yeah. Um, that's been really fun to see. Yeah. And so that's it's tough because like I think I know I want of the final, you know, meals I want to see, I know I want to see Eric's final meal, I want to see yeah, Michelle's final meal and then between Kelsey and Sarah, I'm not sure, but mm. I like Kelsey a lot and I like her yeah. journey. So, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be really cool. Totally agree. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Uh so Carolyn writes in uh, Carolyn, I think maybe kind of like Ezra and Sarah likes to kind of look for clues in the in the edits <laughs> to see to uh, try yeah, to predict yeah. the future. Um, so she thought that based on uh, seeing the testimonials and the different looks that people had, the brightness or redness of eyes, and whose storyline we followed, um, uh, Carolyn would put Eddie and Kelsey at the top two. Love Sarah and, Mich- and Michelle is a great cook. Yet when with Michelle, we didn't really see her until a couple of episodes in. Uh, but uh, Carolyn notes, I haven't picked the numbers to the lottery just yet, so take everything with a large grain of salt. I do. I definitely agree with that. I feel like the fact, especially that Michelle part, the fact that she did not join the show until episode five makes me think it is unlikely that she won. They would have dropped a few more breadcrumbs, I think, for her if she had won. But I, I think- also think the next couple of episodes are going to be so like everyone's backstory is going to be a huge part of it. Like we're going to get yeah. all the baby photos and I have, yeah, like, obviously all the relatives are going to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, way. yeah, there, that was on the, the preview that they didn't actually show us, but clearly that's what was happening was that some of their relatives were snuck into Macau. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how much you can read from the testimonials. Uh, that is up in the air to me. I don't know when they record the testimonials. Sometimes they are clearly in the moment and sometimes they are clearly not. And, so I don't know if they did all of these testimonials right after she'd been eliminated. I think it's more likely if it's later that it's like plenty later. So she wouldn't be still crying about it. But I, I don't know. Also, you got to remember, know. she was eliminated already. So if she was doing a bunch of testimonials in the same day before the finale, she could still be crying from her first elimination description. Whoa. and then Or a little red eyed from that. Hmm. Right? I don't know. It might be over it. <laughs> no, I mean like... No, so I'm, I, what I'm saying is, like, if they get them back, like, after the, the, the first part of the show, they bring them into the studio, and they're like, you, we have a, a six hours, we're going to go through every moment of the show, and you're going to describe how you were feeling, then she would have just felt her elimination, like, uh, ten minutes ago, and now she's describing the episodes after she's come back, and so she might be a little bit 
I disheveled from that as opposed to from the end. If they recorded all these at the end of the show, totally. I don't know. Whoa. It's yeah, complicated. Possible. I don't Myth think possible. that's how that works. You know, time is wibbly wobbly, which, which right? <laughs> time is wibbly wobbly for sure. Um, but but why do you not think that's the way it works? Well, I, I'm having a hard time understanding your timeline of the confessionals. So I believe that they do a lot of confessionals all in one day after the bulk of the season has been shot. I do not agree, but that's fine. oh, interesting. Oh, okay. It's certainly possible that that is wrong, but that is that's my that's that would be my guess. Hmm. I did notice that Michelle had the same shirt on for a lot of this throughout. But that's like, I mean, you can put a person back in a shirt again. No, they <laughs> did the same thing. Once you wear yeah, that not shirt, if you, not if you bought it from H and M. It's gone by the next day. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's just completely dissolved off your body. That's um, how my shirts work. We do have a couple. We had a couple of uh, mailbag things that were were photos, Visual. that, visuals that are not great um, as discussion points, um, including one very interesting use of blur by the magical elves, and then also Trent sent us a picture of a Cincinnati chili pizza Oof. from oh, a bre- brewery in Cincinnati. It is upsetting. So I'll put those up on our uh, on our website and also on the Instagram feed so you can comment on them because I, I want to hear your opinions, but you really got to see them to believe them. Um, so I believe we're Pack Your Mics Pod on Instagram, but look for us um, and comment there. Um, and thanks, everybody, who submitted to the mailbag. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, mailbag. thanks. Yay. Keep writing in. Just, uh, what, two more episodes ago? Two yeah, more. two more episodes. Two more. I can't wait. Uh, we will talk to all of you next week for more of that for our final two episodes. Um, and uh, I can't wait to find out if we get our dream finale. Chris, I know this is going to be a long trip home, so don't worry about it. Mm. Pack your knives. Pack your mics. Sorry. Pack your mics Aww. and uh, just stay in the MGM because we'll need you okay, as a sous yeah, chef next week. Good. I'll, I'll see you guys after. He's going to sous chef for somebody. So, you know. Soupod. We'll we're we're going to have you. It'll be great. Chris, we need to carry these oranges around for the next week or two. <laughs> no problem, buddy. <laughs> all right well uh we'll talk to everybody next week thanks ezra and by text sarah yep thanks Beep. uh <laughs> great thanks chris and tanya uh-huh radicchio <laughs> <laughs> megan great talking to you likewise let's go finish up our croissants yay all right we'll talk to everybody next week bye you have more bye. croissants <laughs> <laughs> bye